You like to sit down with a nice cup of coffee and read the paper? Well, if you're at a San Francisco Starbucks, you're going to have to sit on the floor. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve Green with Bill Whittle and Scott Ott, and this is Right Angle, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. And, uh, gentlemen, this is one of those little stories that just says so much without even realizing what in the hell it's saying. And, by the way, I mean no insult to uh, Christina uh, Campadonico of the San Francisco Standard, because you wrote a, a really nice article about this uh, this mysterious plague that is causing the tables and chairs of San Francisco downtown Starbucks to disappear. Um, and I'm going to read uh, some of this from from our article that came out uh, just a couple of days ago. Uh, populated by a lonely high-top table and a slim bar without stools, the place appeared to be offering grab-and-go service only, even though the cafe's floor was clearly large enough to accommodate tables and chairs. Uh, Scott, this happened at a uh, at a uh, Starbucks on uh, Kearney Street. Uh, another one on Geary Street, the the 400 block, which is not the crappy part of Geary where where I lived many years ago, and one on the 1300 block of Market Street. These are these are pretty nice addresses, um, but apparently these are pickup only, designed to be that way, despite having plenty of floor space. And when uh, when Christina tried to con- or when Christina did contact Starbucks corporate headquarters, all they had to say was, "That's the store model." What do you think they're modeling? I, at first, I thought you were going to suggest that it was theft that was involved. That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, I thought it was shoplifting nope. or shrinkage from, uh, you know, employee theft or something like that. Or that the, you know, to pick up on his phrase, maybe the store model is BYOC. I mean, maybe it's <laughs> it's like a lawn, a lawn chair in a newspaper. That's right. It's like one of those lawn festivals that you go to and you have to bring your own chair to the concert. Um, you know, that that's an interesting thing because the genesis and Howard Schultz and his co-founders idea behind Starbucks was to create what they called that third place. That's right. That mm-hmm. place where you could go and it was kind of like the cheers bar. It was like where you could mm-hmm. hang out and people know you and you've Wi-Fi, got this. Wi-Fi, yeah, laptops. That was revolutionary. Atmosphere where uh, it was it was the community spot that had vanished since communities had kind of dispersed into the suburbs and exurbs and so that would just seem to be like directly counter to the founding fathers <laughs> of Starbucks that that it would just violate their core principles now i don't care because frankly you know by the time i got there usually all the good chairs were taken anyway and i didn't <laughs> have a place to sit so I'd grab some coffee and go sit outside somewhere. And I don't relish listening to other people's conversations. And frankly, I'm not very social. Uh, but yeah, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense unless this is a little experiment because Starbucks is always experimenting with things. And they're saying, OK, let's try something in a few stores and see if it works and uh, and then maybe roll it out nationwide. But it, it reminds me of the show we did, I think, last week uh, referencing Robert Putnam's Bowling Alone um, and now I guess they've, they, they want to take uh, coffee from being a social lubricant to being a, you know, a private addiction where you can just get your coffee, go back into the alley and shoot up. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh no, that, that would be so – this would be the most San Francisco thing ever, to let junkies shoot up in front of City Hall and, and the UN complex thing, but uh, make coffee drinkers you know hide away in back alleys and dark offices where no one can see. <laughs> Their 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 troubled addiction. 
Um, Bill, some other locations that were found by the San Francisco Standard um, originally did have tables and chairs, and then they removed those tables and chairs during COVID because you weren't supposed to be uh, hanging out all together indoors and you know social distancing and all that stuff. But then, for some reason, uh, again, uh, that corporate wouldn't get into, uh, those locations never brought their tables and chairs back. Uh, hmm. And again, these these are nice locations in downtown San Francisco. Would, would you care to hazard a guess as, as to why that might be? Yeah. I don't think their employees are capable of, of dealing with customers. I think they know that, 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 that the, the quality of employees has gotten so low and their, and their trigger levels are so fine that, that it's just... You remember that video that got out around a month or so ago, that Starbucks employee who was crying into the camera because he had to work for four hours straight and there's only three people there and <laughs> no, and he's having this existential crisis and stuff. I really think that's it. I miss this. I, I, I think it's connected to the COVID thing. Uh, to this day out here, I mean, on, on a daily basis, I still see people wearing masks. I see them wearing masks outside by themselves. I Somewhere around... Two, three weeks ago, I realized, you guys ever seen like, um, you know, like the off-roading, like dune buggies or stuff like oh, that? Yeah. You know, yeah, you, yeah. You, that's yeah. so the way I, so I, I look at these masses kind of like those safety flags, you know, it's kind of like, it's like one of those safety flags that sticks up for everybody to see, like, here's a person with severely advanced neuroses and you, and you might want to, that's how I look at them. It's just like, okay. And, and it, what's especially bad, it, a week ago in, in, in the pharmacy, I saw this parent come in with these two kids, four and five years old. Mom's wearing a mask. Two kids are wearing a mask. Yeah. By now, it's clear that this is costing them 10 to 20, 10 to 15 IQ points. And and not only is it, not only are these kids not developing the way they should develop because of the facial recognition issues, but they're also learning to live in a world that's deadly, right? That's what their parents are telling them. You know, you just, you can't you go out there, go outside the sanitized, uh, you know, cordon of, of, uh, of the house. And, and, you know, you're just any, just a matter of time till the germs pick you off. So I think, I, I can't think of another explanation for it, Steve, unless they're trying to, you know, make room to bring in the bugs, you know, for, for the, uh, for the, the new bug muffins or whatever the hell they're going to try and, and foist on us. But I really, I can't think of any other reason for it, Steve. I just don't think people want to get social again. I think, sorry, Scott. I think I think a lot of a lot of the kind of people that work as Starbucks baristas are the kind of people that still wear their masks, and it's not even about COVID anymore. They like being behind the mask. They like they like the sense of of, of hiding behind the mask. I, I that's all I can think of. The the only other thing I can think of, Steve, is that it's a that it's a money thing that they figured out that if people don't sit down um, and they keep it flowing through there, they can serve more customers in a period of time, and that maybe if you look into a Starbucks and see that all the tables are taken, you don't feel like going in there. You made yeah, me you made me remember that the original McDonald's restaurants started by the McDonald's brothers were uh, kitchens with a window and you would walk up and they yeah. would hand you your food and then you would Remember leave that. and there was no place to sit down. <laughs> and, uh, and But McDonald's went the other direction and they said, hey, this is great. Let's make it more of a social atmosphere. And now you go to McDonald's at six o'clock in the morning and there are 17 geezers sitting around <laughs> together who've started their own loosely bound organization of hanging out at McDonald's in the morning. I just and barely I remember that. Play place. 
I wish those first those McDonald's were like they were like those very first McDonald's were like Dairy Queens. Yeah, like you just walk up to the window and not like two of these, and they give them to you, and you just wander away. Yeah, it was a food truck without the wheels. And because of that, like Ray Kroc, who was selling mixers at the time, uh, milkshake mixers, was able to sit outside of one of those McDonald's and watch, and he could he could count the traffic because he could see everything that was happening. It was right outdoors, so that that whole system facilitated him. And he had to he had to keep going going back to these restaurants because they were burning out milkshake mixers. But Starbucks, you would think, come on, Starbucks, what's going on? I mean, they. Howard Schultz went to Italy and went to like four or five hundred Italian coffee shops to capture the vibe and the feel and the community. And he took pictures and and wanted to recreate that atmosphere. And now are they just abandoning it? Do you have the yeah. answer for us, They're, Steve? Or are you just no, I think us? I think They're, you're on it. I think Scott's got it. I think that's the, it. I there think are that photos they, they, in the they, article. I'll uh, I'll send you the link. Maybe we can post it. Uh, maybe post the link under the the video here. But. Starbucks, I've never cared for their coffee, but their atmosphere has always been warm and inviting. And it, you know, from these photos, it looks sterile and barren and unwelcoming. Just because, hmm. just, you know, it's just a big tile floor with nothing on it. It's just, it, it looks cold, I guess is well, the word. Well, if Scott is right, much. and if Scott's right, and it is actually increasing their turnover, right? They're actually moving more cups of coffee then this is a death spiral, right? This is a short-term, this is killing the golden goose. It's a short-term game to destroy your, your brand because you're both right. That's that's what Starbucks, that's why people went to Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do have a theory, although before I, I get to that, uh, Bill, unlike you, I'm not so judgmental. When I see somebody outdoors by themselves wearing a mask, I, I, I try not to judge them. They, they could have a comorbidity I don't know about. Uh, they might not be up on the latest science. They could have suffered a traumatic brain injury. So you gotta, mm. you really got to show a little bit of understanding here. Or okay. they could be bat guano crazy. <laughs> <laughs> don't That's get technical with us. History. <laughs> All right. So I have my own theory. Um, our reporter, uh, Christina uh, Campadonico, as I said, spoke with Starbucks uh the headquarters, and she asked them, hey, when are, when are you going to be bringing the tables and chairs back? And apparently that was above the pay grade of the spokesperson that she interviewed. However, the representative did say that the company endeavors to listen to local partners and customers to, quote, create a warm, welcoming, third-place environment for everybody. And this is where my theory comes in. I've lived in San Francisco. The homeless problem has gotten nothing but worse, and I mean geometrically worse since I left there in 1994. And I believe the removal of the tables and chairs is to keep the homeless out of those Starbucks locations because mm. there's no place to get comfortable and camp Yep, that's it. Out. That's it. That's and it. what a terrible thing to do to what used to be such a comfortable place to live. And I'm not talking about Starbucks. I'm talking about that beautiful city of San Francisco. All right, that's your right angle on that. Brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. Thanks for watching, and uh, if you aren't a member, why not? Go to BillWhittle.com. Join today. We'd love to have you on board. All right, we'll see you next time. Thanks.